Welcome to a new episode of Saturday Soundbites, the vibrant and powerhouse podcast where we discuss all things customer service, marketing, and communications in the K-12 education space. I'm Veronica V. Sofer, a K-12 communications expert with more than two decades in the industry, and I'm your host. Communications is at the heart of everything in education, and I'm committed to bringing on innovative, passionate, and successful experts that are going to teach you how to level up your district's visibility and impact. So whether you're an education leader, teacher, school marketer, or anything in between, Saturday Soundbites is your go-to for information, insight, and sometimes a good laugh. Be sure to check out my website, veronicavsofer.com, to get even more tips and tools and to see some of the powerful resources and courses I've created for educators. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to Saturday Soundbites. I'm your host, Veronica V. Sofer, and I have the pleasure of bringing to you guests who are going to really help open your mind to all the different strategies and ways we can get our brand out there, make sure we're being seen. This is all about visibility. So we talk about marketing, public relations, advertising, networking, branding, and today we're going to be talking about how to market your book. So all you book authors out there, how do you want to get your name out there? How do you want to get your title out there? Well, I've got a great guest that's going to give us some insight into how that can be done. But before we get started, let's take care of some housekeeping. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of Saturday Sound Bites. And if you're watching on YouTube or on Facebook, drop us some comments and my guests and I will be sure to connect with you. So with that, we're going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to bring on Christina Kay. She's joining us. Welcome to Saturday Sound Bites. Hi, Veronica. Thank you for having me. I'm so, so excited. Can't wait. Oh, I'm, I am too. I have a lot of book authors who are in the circle of Saturday Soundbites listeners. So I know the idea of promoting a book, everything from starting, you know, sometimes people have an idea for a book. They don't even know how to get started, but they've already got the book cover designed. So I want to talk about all the things. We can talk about all the things. I have 15 years in the, in the industry. So there's not much that'll stump me, but if you do stump me, I'll find the answer. How's that sound? I love it. I love okay. it. All right, great. So let's let's start from the beginning. How did you even get into this space and become an expert? Sure. It's funny because a lot of authors, and any authors who are listening to this will probably mostly relate. Most authors always say things like, oh, I've dreamed of being an author since I was a little girl listening to story." That wasn't me. No, I was going to Broadway. Thank you very much. That was my dream. Um, but it didn't work out. I got married young and had babies instead. So I needed a career. And I started my career in the legal field um, because it paid bills. About halfway through. Now, looking back, I did realize, well, I always did love creative writing. And it made sense. But at the time, that was not the dream. But I kind of stumbled into it after I had written this article. It did well for a legal magazine. And then people started making comments, you should write a book, you should write a book. So I eventually said, well, challenge accepted. I will do just that. And long story short, uh, I, I made all the mistakes. I made all the mistakes in the beginning that I'm sure a lot of your listeners can relate to who's even attempted to write a book. Um, <laughs> and I, the, the, we can go to the details of how it happened later, but eventually I pivoted. It did pretty well for me, my next book. And then I began working behind the scenes for publishers and agents over years. And then in January 2020, I launched a full-time coaching and editing business. That's the very speedy version. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's a great, but that, yeah, I love the journey. And um, I love 
that you um, were willing to share all those mistakes you made because it's probably really helped your clients. It, it has. And that's actually my entire mission. My entire goal is to, when people ask me, what do you, what's your goal? What are you it's to reach and help as many authors as possible to avoid those mistakes and the heartbreak and everything that I had to go through to the extent that's possible, because we're going to make mistakes no matter what. And to help hopefully let them learn from my mistakes and or some of the things I teach them to at least kind of mitigate some of those really common but can be very, very heartbreaking mistakes. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I think that's that's very uh, a value-based business, and that's what I like mm -hmm. to call them. So I think it's very aligned to our audience. Um, all right, so let's talk about where you start. Some people um, want to hire a coach and find someone who can help them. Others have already written a manuscript. How do you suggest people start the process? The very first thing to do, regardless of if you're working with a, a coach or not, because very few, I will tell you this, very few of my clients come to me at the very beginning. Hey, I just have an idea. I want to be an author. Let me start it the right way. That's usually not when they come to me. It's usually after they've made all the big mistakes or they put a book or two out and it's not done so well. So regardless of whether you hire a coach or not, the very first most important step you must take is actually a not to do thing, which is don't dive in and just start writing. The minute you have that idea or you decide you're going to be an author, resist the temptation that feels almost inert. It feels like part of you, like I have to write this book, but don't just scale it back a moment, take a breather and do the basic things you would do with any craft. If you wanted to learn needlepoint, if you wanted to learn how to do, like I'm trying to teach myself hand lettering for beginners, for example. <laughs> like I love it. Would, I love it. You want to just dive in and just, oh, I'm going to do hand lettering now. But for some reason, we do it as authors. And my best advice is don't. Instead, take some time to devour as much as you can to learn about not just the craft of writing, like how to write a great sentence or scene, but how to tell stories. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest, most important first step. I love it. I think, oh, and telling stories, it's all about the storytelling. So I, I love that. So you've gotten, um, I, I suspect you've got a lot of people who come to you and say, should I self-publish? Should I go with a traditional publisher? How do you guide people through that middle process once the book has been conceived and at least put on paper? To be honest, most people, especially, especially post-COVID, since self-publishing has really kind of come into its own and kind of dominated the industry lately. Most people have kind of made their decision before they get to me that mm -hmm. I definitely want to self-publish or I definitely want to at least take a go at traditional publishing. So I don't usually have to have that much of a convincing conversation with them. But if they ask, I usually ask, I usually tell maybe if an author's on the fence about, oh, what do I do? Do I self-publish or I'm going to tell you the honest truth, which is I, at this day and age, now is the time to self-publish. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. just so many benefits to self-publishing, especially now in 2023, but I, I, I never push or persuade anyone. I mean, it's their decision at the end of the day. It has to feel right to that author. And if what feels right to you is to make it go for traditional publishing, well, by all means. Yeah, um, absolutely. But if you ask me candidly for my opinion, I'm always going to say self-publishing. <laughs> so. Yeah. So there's a lot of pros and cons. And so I think, exactly. yeah, absolutely. So I'm with you. I always lean more towards the self-publishing 
um, aspect of it. So as a marketer and as a visibility strategist, I usually come in at the very end. And um, today I really want to focus on the marketing perspective. So you've written a book, you've got it published, whether it's self-published or whether it's traditional. How do you um, help people get the word out about their book. I've seen lots of different strategies. I've implemented many of them myself with clients, but I want to hear from the expert. How do you do it? Okay. Well, the very first trick I don't mind sharing at all is don't wait till your book is published. That's the biggest, most important thing that authors get wrong is, is, and I get it because again, it goes back to that whole eagerness, the excitement. We've got the book on our brain. We're ready to write. I get it. It happens. But if we're being strategic about it, the most effective way to be, even if you're going to do the traditional publishing route, you still have to do your own marketing. So yeah. that has to start. I always recommend day one. And when I say day one, I mean the day that you start planning your book. Mm. Um, you should also start planning your marketing strategy. So that's what I teach. And I kind of have a unique approach to the way that I coach authors through the marketing not only do I teach it from day one, so we start writing the book and the marketing strategy day one. Mm -hmm. I also teach it from, let me, how do I put this? So a lot of experts within the publishing industry, they kind of stay in this publishing bubble. Everything is looked at through the microscope of just the publishing world and what works right. for book marketing. And, but really, it should be treated the way you would treat any other business. Yeah. The marketing plan needs to be approached the same way if you were going to market, say, a cupcake shop or sure. whatever. So, and you wouldn't wait until your cupcake shop opened on launch day to be like, okay, now I'm going to tell people about it. Yes. That's so true. It's yes. too late at that point. So it has to start with day one. That's the biggest, mm -hmm. very most important starting point. Mm -hmm. I think that's so true. Um, and I like the idea of um, the analogy with the cupcake shop, because you've got to drive interest. You've got to have teasers. You've you got to bring in. You got to find yeah. a storefront. You got to uh, I mean, all the different things. Yeah. <laughs> all the different things. Um, so what are some mistakes that you see people doing with their book marketing? Okay. First, obviously waiting until it's published day or after right. published day. That's the biggest, but we, we beat that dead horse. So the next mistake that I see is not reaching out for help. I and mean, it doesn't mm -hmm. mean you have to hire a coach. Right. Not necessarily. Not everybody's ready to do that. That's not everybody's path. But at least look for some guidance, maybe hire a marketing person, just a marketing expert or consultant even. It doesn't have to be a book marketing consultant. In fact, right. I would recommend against it. I would recommend someone who looks at it from the outside perspective. But that's the next part is get some kind of guidance because you don't know what you don't know. True. So relying on Google to tell you how to market your books and how to build your marketing campaign is a big big step. Yeah. Because you can look it up, but you're going to get 15 different answers. Right. <laughs> you're going to get all these varying opinions and it's going to add to the confusion and the chaos. Instead, that's why I think, I do think going with a coach, whether it's me or anyone else qualified is a really, really good idea because you can narrow your focus mm -hmm. and not be distracted by all the noise. Mm -hmm. So that's the next mistake is just kind of trying to Google your way through book right, marketing right. strategy. Uh, and then the third one I would say, as far as mistakes that authors make when it comes to book marketing is assuming that the buzzwords that we hear out there, like, oh, you need a newsletter. Oh, you need a reader magnet. Oh, you need a whatever. Those are, and that's all you need to do. And that's not, there's so many more steps that go into it. Mm -hmm. And you also, you don't need to pay for paid ads. I don't believe. 
I believe in organic marketing mm-hmm. and I don't think any of my clients to date have paid for any ads. Not even the most successful of my clients have paid for any ads. So that's yeah. another little sub sub mistake, a little bonus mistake there is paying for ads. Yeah. No, I think you're right because I think we know that um, that influencer buying mentality, um, especially since COVID has changed the way mm-hmm. we the way we select book titles. I mean, oftentimes yeah. I'll go into a Facebook group and I'll just say, hey, traveling for the next week and a half, looking for some good books to download. And I'll get five or six. And I guarantee you those are the ones I'm going to select and not ones that were put into my feed by sponsorship. That's true. And if you if you don't mind that you saying that just made me think of probably what should have been up there in the top three mistakes, which is going into Facebook groups or really any social media sure. and going straight into buy my book, buy my book, buy books out, buy my book. That's that's never in the history of book marketing worked. And you always, I always tell authors, ask yourself this. Have you ever bought a book by some random person who popped up on your feed just saying, my book is out, go buy it. Right. It's Odds so are we haven't, right? right. Do that. But like you said, if you get recommendations, mm-hmm. from even just your virtual friends, that is going to be way more likely to get you to buy that book than just some random promo that you posted in a Facebook group. That's yeah, not absolutely. Important. No, that's so true. And I, and I love the idea of connecting with book studies. That's um, big, any type of book group that you've got that organic marketing really can make a difference. I mean, I've seen, um, I was, my dad is a book author and um, I actually helped him with his, one of his books. And one of the best weeks we had was when there was a couple of book studies going on locally and all of a sudden his Amazon numbers just skyrocketed. And it's because Mm -hmm. everyone that they were connected to had really great things to say about it. It took us a few weeks to figure out why the increase was so drastic, but I was shocked. And I was like, okay, note to self, really encourage book clubs. And word of mouth is what that boils down to. Yep. It, it really is. I, I think what sets the book marketing app apart from other, now I just said it's just like other markets, but in one way that it is different. And that is word of mouth is, I would say probably one of the most compelling factors for people who buy books by authors they've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Now, when we're talking Stephen King and Margaret Atwood. Sure. And, that's different. We're just going to buy Stephen King because he's right. Stephen King, right? Yeah. But for indie authors, especially when there's so much competition and there's so many authors, I wouldn't say that the market is saturated, but I would say that it's full. It's a very full market. With that being the case, word of mouth is going to, it's going to get you there nine times out of 10. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I love that. I think that's great. Um, all right. I know that we want to hit on a couple of other points. So throw down some gems for us. What, Christina, what do people need to know right now about getting their book out there and seen in the world? Okay. This is not going to be the most popular thing, but it's a fact. Let's hear it. Video marketing. And I know that it is not super popular and I know why, because as authors, we're almost innately very introverted Mm -hmm. and for decades, decades, if not centuries, we've been behind the screen, literally behind our computer screen, hiding, you know? So the idea of suddenly having to become the face of our brand, as I always say, or the face forward is, is foreign at the best, right? It's just a foreign concept. But it is 2023, and I've been saying this since early 2022. Everybody's been saying video marketing will be king in 2023, and it is. 
Yes. So now that doesn't mean you have to go online on TikTok and dance, dance, dance. It doesn't mean you have to do that. There are plenty of incredibly uh, creative ways that you can put yourself on video without dancing to the trending song. So there's still ways to do it. And I mean, that's what I teach, but I would definitely say one gem is you've got to be on TikTok and uh, Instagram reels and Facebook reels. Yes. Now is the time to get on Facebook reels because they just started their creator fund and they're paying way more than any other creator funds. Nice. For you. Nice. All right. So guys, if this is, if this is sounds like what you need, you need to connect with Christina. So there's a couple of ways you can do that. First of all, make sure you drop comments in uh, the comment section of YouTube and Facebook. And if you want to connect with Christina, how's the best way for folks to reach you? Cause I want them to hear about your programs and all the things you're doing. Sure. It's easy. I'll make it easy for you. It's always at book boss official. My TikTok account, I'm trying to transition from Book Boss Academy. So that's where my big one is. My big with 1.5 million views and all that. But you can find me anywhere at Book Boss Official, except Twitter. Not yeah. Twitter. Not on Twitter. Okay, great. <laughs> and, yeah, no, no worries. And if you're listening to the podcast, we're going to drop all those links in the show notes so you can reach out to Christina. How, um, how do you work with people? If people are interested in learning more about getting coached by you, learning how to market their book by you, what are some ways that they can do that? Well, the biggest way right now, as of, as of the time of this show, is yes. through my one-on-one -on -one coaching. We are okay. developing a group coaching program that should be out by summer. And then we've got some other great things coming out, some big launches over the next two months. It's going to be a big spring. But Yay. right now, the best way to do it is through one-on-one -on -one coaching. And the best way to find out about that is on my website, Book Boss Academy. Stop Love off. it. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Christina, thank you so much for dropping those great gems. I so appreciate your energy and your excitement sure. for authors and for all the resources they need, because I think everyone's got a book inside them somewhere. They just need a little bit of help getting it out. Very true. I agree. Awesome. 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 All right. Thank you for joining us on Saturday Soundbites. Sure. It's been a pleasure. All right, everybody. Make sure you connect with Christina K. She is fabulous. Her resources are on point. She knows what's trending. So if you have a book out there that you're trying to put together and need some support, make sure you reach out to her. Or if you've written a book and you haven't started marketing, you're a little late, but we can probably catch you up. So let's make sure that we start right now. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of Saturday Sound Bites. And if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, drop us some comments and we will be sure to connect with you. So we'll wrap up this episode by sending you lots of positive energy and light. Thank you.